about this one Tell me are you locked in the pines Andy are you goofing on Elvis Baby Are we losing time Episode 51 of the Barman and Bevo podcast. Uh, I'm here with my uh, my co-host, Mike Barman. Mike, are you there? Hello, Bevo. How are you today? Great. Um, we had we had a quick conversation before we started recording, and I, I said, you know, it's kind of funny that this is episode 51. Um, after some of the comments that were made in our last podcast a, a couple weeks back, and, and and my beliefs on the original moon landing. Um, Generated quite a, bu- a bunch of buzz with some of our listeners and, and friends of mine who listen to the show. I mean, uh, we got I got a text from Brian Conley um, <laughs> saying, you really <laughs> please tell me you don't believe that. <laughs> um, and and then, of course, the master state champion with some of his comments on, on Facebook in his post last night was absolutely hilarious. Yes. Um, I don't, well, believe... I don't. I don't know. How, how did your moon landing disbelief turn into the world is flat? I don't know because I clearly stated I believe that the Earth is round. Are you sure? I'm 100 percent sure. It's possible that it's not. Because if it was flat, we would sail off the side and into a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, Magellan proved it. He sailed around the world. <laughs> it might have been flat. How? I don't know. You believe that the moon landing didn't happen? That's plausible. <laughs> plausible. You keep saying that. It's entirely plausible. There's other conspiracy theories, I believe. Okay, well, you We'll go, get into some of those later. You go ask one of the lunar, lunar landing astronauts. But you, I'm you not going to disrespect Buzz Aldrin like that. You go ahead. You go, let's he, see the what, last let's guy that did that happened. got punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes for you. That was pretty funny, though, when I showed that to you, wasn't it? Oh, my it? God. It was, it was the greatest <laughs> thing ever. It actually reminds me of the John Stossel uh, asking the wrestler if wrestling's real. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everyone knows, Bevo's stance on wrestling is it's not real, but it's super fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. Um, and I know your stance on wrestling, so. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Um, all right, so let's let's dive in here to episode fifty-one, live from Area Fifty-One, where the moon Herm landing Lake. was recorded. Like, nice. Um, we'll go through. You know, we're we're kind of back to the normal Barman and Bevo podcast episodes here, where we'll do a little over, probably a little over an hour. A lot of cycling news to, to catch up on. Um, 
Uh, we'll cover uh, Atlanta United. We'll do a little bit of baseball, a little bit of football because training camp started. And then we'll we'll hit some of the Ask Barman and Bevo questions. And we'll finish out with um, Bet with Bevo. Still hot. <laughs> 6-0-2, I believe. Maybe 7-0-2. I'll have to look did at the numbers. Money, did, you put, did you put any money down on it? I didn't. I got. I have to get my account set up here for football. So I'll do that hopefully this week. All right. So... Um, a lot of stuff going on in the cycling world. It looks like a lot of the transfers have started hap- happening. Um, we'll go. We'll go through a bunch of these um, as I listed them. <clears throat> Garrett Thomas was offered a contract by CCC, formerly BMC. Yes, he was. Um, what are the chances that he takes that? Um, none. It was just a just a play. Uh, what's more concerning is the fact that uh, Jim Oshwitz didn't actually make the statement. That, because he's uh, not there. Well, the director sportif from the CCC Pro Continental team is the one that made the announcement. Uh, the other thing that's a little bit concerning is uh, more of the old BMC riders are moving on to other teams. Kind of sounds like uh, it might be uh, more Polish organized than what the original thoughts were. Yeah, so I mean, I saw that uh, BMC is now the bike supplier for was it Dimension Data? Dimension Data, yep. Um, why would why wouldn't Thomas take a look at doing this? Because he can't win the tour without a great team, and okay. CCC isn't a great team. So it'd be like it 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 it, it, it would be like uh, like uh, Tom Brady. Going to be coached by Steve Fisher. <laughs> I mean, there's just there's just no amount of money that that you could pay Tom Brady to have him coached by Steve Fisher. All right, there's I've none. got I've got three. Is it, can you think of an amount of money that Tom Tom Brady would have to get fifty one percent ownership of the team? Yeah, of the football team in yeah. order for him to work with Steve Fisher. I I agree with that. <laughs> um, or or the New York Jets. Or yeah. If Tom Brady had to work with Mangini. Or the playoff-bound Cleveland Browns. Ooh, now that's a good team. That's a better choice than the They, found, they found their quarterback. Apparently it's Tyron <laughs> Taylor. Oh, we knew that. Um, we knew that. A couple – and I'll, I'll ask – I want to ask a couple questions about this, and then I'll drop it. If he were to take this contract – so I'm assuming he's not under contract with Sky right now. Or he he's was, coming was up for renewal. Was, well, there, a Sky offered him a contract, and I thought that he had signed it. So they presented, and he was going. To, he chose not to sign it. So he bet on himself, like Joe Flacco in football that year that he didn't. He took the one year and then won the Super Bowl. Right. So Garrett Thomas bet on himself and then ended up winning the lottery, or, or he worked really hard to get there. But but he's going to end up getting paid probably. He, he's really going to ask for almost as much as Chris Proof. So he's probably going to get about three and a half million euros. If if he were to take, and I don't know what the offer was from CCC, if he were to take this offer, is it a good thing for Sky or a bad thing for Sky? Uh, <clears throat> hard to tell. Um, you know, Garrett, Garrett Thomas hasn't, is it, is it necessarily capable of winning the tour without a very, very strong team? <clears throat> and so 
Chris Froome would actually have an easier chance of winning another Grand Tour with a weaker team than I think Garrett Thomas would. Um, so, so, so I think it's more just media play and trying to make a big splash and talk a big game. And I, I think I know the, the answer to this next question, um, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Is it good for Chris Froome if he were to leave? Yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. Absolutely. Now, here, here's an odd question. Let's say he does he did take that contract by CCC. Yes. G- going into the Tour de France next year, what number would he wear? One. He would, even yeah. though he's on a different team. It doesn't matter. Okay. You're, uh, in the UCI, you take your points with you as an athlete. Okay. Um, I just wanted so, – I wasn't sure. Yeah. I thought that was the answer, but I wanted to make sure. Um, all right, so – as as and I'll kind of jump around here because I know some of these guys were with BMC, um, and we see them jumping ship. Yeah, Ro- Rohan Dennis was BMC. Well, that was that he was gone already. Uh, right. Richie Port was already gone. Even right. though it sounds sounds like they ha- they're having money problem because they, I don't think he signed his contract yet. Who didn't? Uh, Richie Port. Trek's having money problems. No, Richie Port. It, I think his initial. I think Chuck came back and offered him less money oh. uh, after his Tour de France, and I think I have a feeling that they're in negotiations. I don't believe he signed with them yet. Otherwise, right. there would have been more of a official announcement. So, well, we we knew about Port at the tour or at, shortly right. after the tour, but and then uh, Stephen Kong actually uh, just signed with uh, FDJ. Yep, uh, Van Garderen left to go to EF Education first. Drapek. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, Dennis goes to Bahrain, Marie, Merida, Merida. Right. I can't remember. Yeah, and that. a couple other, a couple other of the BMC riders went there with uh, uh, Damiano Caruso and one other, I believe one of the other Swiss Swiss guys uh, went also. Um, I saw this story earlier. Um, Giovanni Muscon banned for five weeks will miss the Vuelta. For the incident at the tour. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is. but um, And I know we, I, if I remember correctly, we talked about him possibly not coming back to Sky. Uh, I don't think that was going to happen. Um, he's He has too much talent to allow to go to another team. That one that one almost ends up being like, like do I ever want to race against this guy again? And right. it's, the answer is no. Okay. Um, so they're going to they're gonna keep him on the team as long as they possibly can. Uh, we get Pierre Roland of Vital Concept. Yeah, French, French on French. Um, Caleb Ewan signs with Lotto Sudal. Uh, yeah, that was kind of wonky because, uh, Greipel initially was going to go to CCC, uh, but then he took a step down to Pro Continental. Um, uh, so Caleb Ewing, uh, wants a guaranteed lead out train. And I guess that's what he's getting with uh, Lotto Sudal. Uh, Simon Garens retires. Yeah, you kind of feel that coming. Right. Uh, there was another. There was another reti- retire. Gregory Rast to retire at the end of the season. Right. BMC rider. Um. Wow, man. There. That's four or five so far. Right. Well, they can kind of feel it. They were kind of in the last, uh, the last throws of their career. Um. I saw somewhere today Sagan might ride the Vuelta. Well, the Vuelta is the absolute best training in order to prepare for the World Championships. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think it's definitely possible. 
Um, Nibley's back on the bike and training for the Vuelta. Well, he knows he needs to do the Vuelta to get the miles in that he needs to do the World Championships. Right. So. You posted an article, God, was it yesterday or the day before, about Richie Port? Two days ago where Richie Port was asking other teams to, to attack against the Team Sky. I mean, why? He can't why even finish. He can't even finish the race. I know. I think that's what you said. Yeah, but it's just like, dude, you he made, really need to shut his hole and race his bike. You made it ten stages. You got to one of the harder stages and crashed before you even got to the hard part. Yeah, didn't even get back on your bike. And you didn't get back on your bike, and you weren't hurt. And you're well, worried about other guys attacking Sky. Broke, broke his collarbone. Yeah, I think Richie Port has some some huge issues here. We're seeing uh, emotionally, he's kind of coming disbanded a little bit. Um, there's two races going on right now: the Tour of York, Utah, right, and the Tour of is it Poland? Poland. Poland? Poland. Okay. Um, it looks like there's is it was Van Garderen winning one of them? Utah, uh, maybe. He, he won the prologue at Utah. Okay. Yes. I'm assuming it was a time trial. Yeah, it was okay. a rather short time trial. I think it was somewhat uphill. Uh, um, Roscoff, I believe, was second. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, I saw this right before we came on and started recording. <laughs> Your buddy, Lance Crackers, had an accident today. Oh, Wrecked on a mountain bike trail. Got a bloody, bloody nose. Is he okay? Uh, looks like he's fine. Just a little drain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is well, there... There, um, there was something very interesting. A gentleman by the name of uh, Armin de las Cuervas yeah. uh, passed away. He's an old uh, Castorama. Um, he's, he comes from that first generation of EPO kind of kind of possible uh, racers. And uh, they aren't listing a reason for death, just that he passed away at 50 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it sounded like they wanted to kind of keep it quiet (laughs) there were two other stories i didn't bring up jan ulrich was in the news yes (laughs) apparently he did he break into his neighbor's house and try to beat him up or did he get in a fight with a neighbor in spain well do you um i think he was having a party that he wasn't invited to Ah. is is what it said but i think this is pretty similar to the bobby knight uh type of um videos the home videos that come out about bobby knight being your neighbor um oh you know you just i, I he i b- believe the last article i read is that he's actually seeking treatment for uh addictions oh really yeah well i mean i remember he got busted for taking ecstasy when he was injured he was at a nightclub yeah <laughs> they showed up like the next day yeah uh, the other story I saw was uh, there was an accident the other day with uh, the Colombian kid from Sky. Oh, that was actually, um, yes, that was in um, uh, a training San ride. Sebastian. No, yeah, oh, San, San you're right, San Sebastian. And it was actually a young American rider that caused the crash in uh, both Bernal and um, I forget who else uh, actually uh, was hurt. Was injured pretty pretty badly. Um, so he'll he'll miss most of the season, I would guess, or what's left of the season. 
Uh, he he might be back for the world championships. You never know. Okay. Um, anything else in the world of cycling? I, I know we're kind of in that between stage. I mean, we're a couple weeks away from the Vuelta starting. Um, yeah, tour Cal uh, tour of uh, Colorado starts. That'll be super boring. Um, <laughs> the um, uh, the Vuelta will be okay. Uh, not super exciting. Uh, they just go up and down in the heat. I guess it's so hot. It's uh, so hot in Spain right now that uh, some uh, one of the cyclists uh, actually passed out. Uh, oh, I saw that. Heat, from heat stroke and such. Um, uh, and so it's uh, uh, I guess it's going to be a pretty uh, pretty tough one. Um, when we get to this point in the season, and, and you've got a bunch of races going on, you know, you've got Utah and, and Colorado coming up. Utah going on this week and, and Colorado coming up. Will a lot of those guys go back over to Europe to finish the season out? Or Correct. Well, with the World Championships being in Europe. Oh, yeah. yeah I forgot then, about that. Then uh, everyone who really wants to do well um, uh, that didn't race the Giro and the Tour de France is usually in the Vuelta, maybe not to win, um, but to get those miles in. Um, plus, they have the teams taking care of them, and they're, they're focused on cycling, so... That's all. That's all part of the gig. Okay. Um, did we miss anything? No. The, you can think about, of. Uh, the track club actually went out to uh, U.S. Track Championships in uh, Carson, California. Uh, represented well. We made some finals. We missed some finals, but uh, overall, the uh, the it's a real joy for me to go out to go out there and bring. Um, to help folks uh, race uh, at the at the best level that we can in in the United States, um, also got a chance to hang out with uh, John Croom a little bit and um, watch him defend his uh, his uh, 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 actually his he defended his one kilometer kilo championship with a time of one oh three five and then a huge improvement in his pursuit. He qualified for the fi- one two final with a four twenty nine. Uh, and some change, which is a phenomenal improvement for John. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, I, and it's funny. I meant to type that in this morning, and I just forgot. I either forgot or I um, I deleted it by accident. And I wanted to bring that up earlier that you were out at the U.S. Track Nationals in Los Angeles or outside of Los Angeles. Um, it's pretty close. It's only twenty minutes from LAX. Right. It's in. It's technically in Carson. Uh, where the University of California Dominguez Hills is. Um, and congrats to John. I did see the post. I saw he got two silvers and, and obviously defended his mm-hmm. his uh, national championship or national champion kilo uh, jersey, I guess. Yep. Um, so he gets to wear it again for another how, year. How did – any good results for the for East Point? Well, we um, – uh, well, Aaron, uh, Aaron Young actually raced the, uh, Kieran very well. Um, qualified right into the finals without having to go to the repertoire. Um, and then uh, got into a little um, uh, uh, it was tough and uh, qualified I believe he ended up 8th overall uh, so uh, d- a solid result there um, one of the first uh, he, I believe he's done it before in the past but uh, was kind of coming back to it and then um, Brian Typen qualified for the finals of the points race um, getting ready for Master Worlds that's going to happen in October, and he really uh, dug deep and uh, did his absolute best. So it's fantastic to watch. 
How was the Madison? Madison was awesome. 200 laps on the 200. 200 laps. 200 laps. Wow. Uh, so Daniel Holloway and uh, Adrian Hegeberry um, beat up uh, on everyone pretty well. Um, so it was a it was a good race. There were some some youngsters in there and some some folks that um, uh, some of the new the newer crowd were kind of getting their taste of uh, Nationals Madison. And uh, I was overall the racing I felt was uh, quite a bit better than the year before, and uh, very uh, very impressed with uh, with how people are coming along and how seriously they're starting taking nationals again. The with the Madison being part of the Olympics in twenty twenty. In when, Japan, when's the qualifying for that? Well, you qualify through. And, and do I have time? UCI point system. You're probably a little short. Um, you're behind some of the other riders uh, with UCI points here in the United States. Um, but um, I didn't know you enjoyed the Madison that much or else we would have got started a little earlier. I wish it was part of the Dick Lane Velodrome at every event. <laughs> it's the most amazing thing to watch. It is pretty neat to watch. And it, it's just like there's an element of danger. It's almost like a circus act. Yes. <laughs> As long as everyone's uh, doing their role exactly uh, or uh, what they're supposed to be doing, it works out really, really well. All right. Um, moving on. Uh, well, congrats. Good job. Hopefully next year goes a little bit better. Yeah, I'd like to get back uh, to, to taking a team pursuit squad uh, to nationals. That's always uh, my my joy and what I uh, I, I enjoy most about, about it. But it's uh, – Happy to support the guys that wanted to go, and Aaron and Brian, and incredibly proud of both of them. Um, on to Atlanta United. Um, we've had basically a two-week stretch here to cover. Um, we'll, we'll start with the game uh, two Saturdays ago against Montreal. It was part of the bet with Bevo for the week. Atlanta United minus half a point. Um I can't remember what it paid out. I'd have to go back and scroll through the notes. Uh, actually, I do remember. It was bet 10 to win 12, if I remember correctly. Wow. Um, Atlanta United wins 2-1. to one. You told me not to take it. Don't ever bet on your team. I didn't well, listen. Uh, uh, didn't I say that standard, isn't that yes. standard gambling rules? Yes. Not, not just me telling you not to. That's a standard rule not to bet on your team, but when the odds are that good, you don't. <laughs> uh, and honestly, I don't bet with my heart. I'm, I'm looking at, and we'll see when I get to it later, you know, there's no Atlanta United game to bet on this week. So um, I did do some research and came up with a couple ideas and, and I've got a solid, uh, a solid bet for us. Uh, to recap the game, um, Joseph Martinez, my God, this guy is just on an absolute tear. Uh, two more goals. At this point, going in after this game, he's three point three goals short of the single-season goal record that was set sometime in the mid-'90s. Um, he's got 24 after this game. The record's 27. Um, and he's just putting himself in a good position to score every game. I mean, he's... He's he's getting decent opportunities. Oh, he's the, the only forward. Yeah. Well, they have since they've and I'll get into this since they've benched Barco. He is the only forward. They are playing that uh, right. three five one or, or or whatever it is. 
Um, it's actually like three, nine, three, six, like a three, six, one. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, he is the only forward because they're just moving Almarone up or they're moving somebody else up to play that part, but it's not a consistent, um, a consistent forward. It's a more of a midfield forward. So, right. Um, the Montreal game was, was on the road. Um, it was it was just all, Martinez just played insane. Um, I think he Out scored. Of his mind. I, I think he scored another goal and he might have been offside or something crazy happened. But um, the guy's just he he's in the zone right now. It's it's incredible to watch. Um, in between the Montreal game and the Toronto game, which was last Saturday, we had uh, the the MLS All Star game came to town. Um, I'd never been to an all-star game, um, whether baseball, football, hockey, none of that stuff. Um, right. It was, I'll tell you what, going to an Atlanta United game is awesome. The all-star game was just okay. Um, it was cool to see a European club come in like Juventus, even though Ronaldo and none of the big names were there. Um, and who played? <laughs> well, they, they they still have twenty guys on the roster. Well, who played? No I couldn't. One, no one you know. I couldn't. Well, so Ronaldo was there. Was not there. He was in Italy training. Uh, I want to say his name's Dybala is their next best player. He wasn't there. Their Buffon, who was their goalie forever, left at the end of the season. He's now with, uh, I believe, he's with PSG with Neymar. Um. So all a lot of the big names are gone. Pirlo left a few years ago and retired. He played in New York City Football Club. So were the MLS players that far behind the? Here, here's what, here's the best, and I don't know. Did you watch it on TV or no? Were you no. working? No, I was working. Um, there was not a lot of flow to the game, and it, and it was evident. Well, like an All Star game, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It was evident that one team had never played together and the other team had been <laughs> playing together for a long time or or had practiced together for a long time. Right. Um, it's it was amazing to see the the level of control and 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 reaction from a team like Juventus where every pass was just like perfectly placed and it was pretty impressive to watch. It wasn't right. sloppy or anything. Um it was like because the first, they're not even that's not even Premier League that's uh, Liga right but no it's Italian? Syria Syria yeah uh, so it would Is that be French no it's it's Italian oh you know it's it's Juventus it's Roma it's uh, AC Milan Inter Milan and probably twelve or fifteen other teams um, I only know I I have no idea there's there's really only four or five big clubs there. And they all, one or two or three of them usually make it to the UEFA the Cup. The Champions League. The Champions League, and, and they don't get out of the second round. Is Italy that bad? Well, it's, it's just there's more money in Spain, and there's more money in, in England, and there's more money in Germany. Oh. Um, they, they buy the players? I think, I think the last Italian team to make it to the final might have been AC Milan against Liverpool. And it went to a shootout, and I'm pretty sure Liverpool won. I'm sure Chris Chris will correct me if I'm wrong on that one. 
It was probably somewhere between is, five and ten well, years I think, ago. I think the uh, master state track champion is very concerned about wearing his Liverpool jersey out again. <laughs> uh, next time I go to the next time I'm at the tracker, next time I know I'm going to see him, I found I have a Liverpool hat. <laughs> that, remember, is it I used like to, the floppy hat. No, is it remember like the floppy hat with the with no, the no, thing no. on top. Remember, I, used, I had a baseball cap. I used to wear it at stool pigeons all the time. Liverpool. My my cousin used to work for Reebok, and right. I have I have a long sleeve kit, and I have this hat. And it's one of the best hats I've ever had, but they don't do Reebok anymore. I think they're with Adidas now. Dang. Um, but it's one of my favorite hats, and I just I had it buried in my pantry the other day, and I pulled it out. Um, yeah, so the the Serie, you know, it's Juventus. It's always Juventus. It's always AC Milan, and it's typically or it's Inter Milan. So, uh, but it was amazing to see a team like that and just how effortless the game was. Right. You can tell that that's the primary sport in Italy. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it's... it's. You can tell these guys played one or two sports growing up, and that's it. Right. You know, it's it's the difference between, like, you know, kids here will play basketball and football or basketball and soccer and or ba- and, and throw a mix in baseball. It, it, was, it was pretty amazing just to see a team like that play. Right. Um... um we got Juventus scored first on a great shot from I want to say outside the eighteen yard box. There might have been a header, might have been a, a corner or something. I can't remember. But five minutes after that, Joseph Martinez scored, and he, and he like it was one of those crazy plays where the ball was bouncing around inside the six yard box on yeah. a corner, and he just <laughs> threw his body at the ball and put it in. <laughs> I mean, well, part of his body hit it. I think his head got it, but it, I mean, like he he dove over a guy. Wow. Uh, to to knock it in, and the place went absolutely bonkers. Did, was everyone standing up for the game? Oh yeah, I mean, I I sat down for a little bit, a couple minutes in the second half, but um, and then they only played thirty thirty one minutes or thirty two minutes, so people were like, "Put him back in. We want to see him again." You know, that's the one thing that was coming out of the crowd. We want more Joseph Martinez. Well, yeah, but once you come out in soccer, you can't go back in. Yeah. Uh, but they did sub everybody out. So there was unlimited subs. Oh, really? Yeah. So everybody unlimited everybody subs. did play. Well, that's good. I mean, it's an all-star game. That's the way it's supposed to be. Right. Um, Almiron played. Barco played. Guzan played. Parker Saul played. Um, everybody got subbed in. Game went to a shootout. Juventus didn't miss in the shootout. They win 5-3 to three in the shootout. Um, it was fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to going to my next Atlanta United game because it wasn't quite the same. You didn't get uh, season tickets, right? You just, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Uh, but Je- you... Jess keeps hinting that she wants to do it. <laughs> oh wow! Um, so you've just been getting your tickets like on StubHub or right. Craigslist or whatever. Right. Cool. Um. All right. So Saturday we played Toronto. Toronto's not doing too well, but they did go to the final last year. I want to say they're in the bottom half of the league. Um, oh, wow. They scored first. This is great. So Josie Altador and uh, Michael Bradley play for Toronto. Game is here in Atlanta. Every time they touch the ball, they got booed. And I Googled them, like, why are they booing them? And I figured, well, it's probably because they, they're so bad on the U.S. team. 
Oh, Josie? Yeah. Well, Michael Bradley got booed really bad. Josie didn't get it as much as, as Bradley. Wow. Um, so, and it looks like this started. Well, you happening. know, I don't like the way Bradley plays very, very much, but I would still wouldn't boo him if he came on the field. Listen, man, that's rough. We didn't make the World Cup. Uh, that's true. Uh, he's partially to blame. Uh, he has quite a bit of it to blame. I, I don't want to ever see him in a, a red, white, and blue jersey. I don't think he will. Um, I don't think you'll see any of those guys. Uh, you might, you might see Dempsey once. You might still see Altador. Maybe. But I, 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 I doubt think, it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that Dempsey's even playing for Seattle at this point. This, this is a, a, they're, they're, those guys are done. US, USA Soccer understands that that's, that's, that's done. Everything's done. Uh, we're, we're moving on. Yeah. Well, I hope so. So, um, Toronto scored four first. Then the Joseph Martinez show started. He gets two, almost a third, and possibly a fourth. Um, um, late in the game, oh, so he, he got two more goals on, on Saturday. He is now at 26 for the year, one goal behind the record. I believe he has 45 goals and 44 starts, which is... I, I want a championship first. I don't want to talk about his I I agree, results. And, and I'm going to get into that next. Um oh. I'm sorry, did I, did I bust up your lead in again? No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, I'm glad you brought it up because it reminds me, like, the mindset I'm in right now with Atlanta United is, okay, so I'll, I'll finish this off. Toronto scores late. The game ends up a tie. Uh, I don't believe Ma- Martinez is uh, – or uh, Tata, the coach um, – I don't know what's going on, but something fishy is going on, and I feel like his ego is getting way in the way of the team performing. Well, right. So the thing to do when the athlete has it feels like he's too important for a team is no, 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 no. I'm talking about the coach. I'm not talking about Joseph. Oh, really? Same last name. Oh. <laughs> so Ezekiel Barco has been scratched for the last three games. For violating a team rule. It's a bit excessive. Yeah, but I mean they're they're leading the division. They're doing they're they're doing things right. Uh, a good good time to uh good time to see who else can play. Points are at a premium. Nah, they're I mean they're automatically gonna make the playoffs. Right. They only made it they only made it through the first round last year. They didn't make it through the first round last year. Oh, is it the first round loss? Yes. I thought they played two games. No. Oh. So, I mean, they've got a lot to show, you know? My thing is, it looks like uh, Nagby's not going to play the rest of the year. If he does, he's going to come back late. Um, They only have two home games left out of ten. Really? Yep. I mean, look at their schedule. It's so home heavy. Well, we've talked about this before. You know, it's it has because a lot of the it's because of the Falcons. It's because of the football. college football. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and listen, I'm not. Uh, but the team now is the time when the team has to start gelling, and you have to start getting ready for the playoffs. There's other guys that are hurt too that aren't playing, and, and he's you know, yeah, we're right. we're winning and tying and stuff like that. We're still in the lead, but. I, I Sorry, feel, I, I'm 
I defer to the coach. I, I agree. I'm going to have to agree agree with the coach with this. I, I'm just I'm I'm curious what he did that was so bad that got him punished to, to bench for three games. I'm sure we'll find out someday. Just seems odd. Does seem kind of odd. So, um, bye week this week. As I said, lots of road games coming up. Eight out of the next ten on the road. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens to this team um, as we get through this heavy road schedule. Because I'm guessing they're like on. It's on the road four weeks play here. On the road three weeks play here. And then on the road, I think that's everything. Well, you know what I really have to say about that? None of them are from here anyway, so it doesn't really matter if they're home or on the road. Right. <clears throat> I mean, none of them are Atlanta native based or care. Oh, what are you talking about? There's two, Andrew Carlson and Khan. They're from Atlanta? Khan, I believe, is from Peachtree City, and Andrew Carlson, I know, is from okay. here. So two of the guys might, <laughs> might get a, a touch homesick. Two of the non-starters. Yes, <laughs> I will tell. I will tell you one of the best things I heard at the All Star game was the Brad Guzan chant. To bring him in? No, while he's making after he makes saves that I had never heard this chant before. Right. But they they have a, a Brad Guzan chant. He's big. Yeah. He's tall. He's a mother effing wall. <laughs> <laughs> And I heard it, and I just started laughing. And, and laughing, and Jess goes, "What did they just say?" And I said, "Wow, listen again, because they were, and, you know, I've, right. I think I've kind of turned the corner on Guzan." What? I think I've turned the corner. I, I feel like I could do without the yelling and screaming at his players, but I agree. The guy's a solid goaltender. <sighs> guys, the guy's a solid goaltender. I don't, I don't, oh. I don't like the way he he. Like, I don't like the way he acts during games, but the guy's solid. Okay. Um, and I had another conversation about uh, Al Marone. I want you to know, next time they play, watch how many times he goes right to the leg when he goes down. Grab, grabs grabs really? the ankle. It's it's hilarious. It's No matter where he gets hit, he just grabs yep. the ankle? Yep. It's like his, yep. it's his only move? He did it in the All-Star game. He realized it was the All Star game, and he bounced right back up and started. <laughs> it was the funniest thing because <laughs> I rewatched it. Um, rewatched the dive. Yeah, I just wanted to see. It was early in the game, so it was easy to find. Um, NFL camp. Lots of stories swirling from NFL camps. Anything? Anything on the Falcons? Uh. Well, they redid. Uh, they added two million to Julio's contract to get him back in the middle of the of the pack, and then uh, promised to renegotiate in good faith next year with two years left. So, Julio's back in camp. We're all good. The kid from Alabama looks pretty good. Uh, Riley, yeah, yeah. Um, what's that? Julio too, just not quite as big physically. Right. Slot guy. Uh no, um, you know really. The Falcons have always just kind of gotten that that leftover wide receiver to run in the slot. So because you know he's just going to get killed. Um, so and the running backs can all run the can do that slot the slot receiver thing plus the tight ends. So I see him I see him both being out wide and just running all the way down the field to stretch the defense a hundred percent. 
Did you see the story? There's two stories I want to talk about quickly about the uh, playoff-bound Cleveland Browns. They found their quarterback, as we <laughs> predicted. Yes. And it's not uh, the Heisman Trophy winner. No, it's the, it's the guy that was in the playoffs last year. That's right. Um, actually, there were three stories. I saw the, the – who's the wide receiver there? Landry? Yeah, it sounds right. He gave an impassioned speech at practice yesterday. Oh, wow. I didn't watch oh, it, but I keep seeing that story <laughs> pop up. Man, you're uh, you're really watching those Cleveland Browns. No, it just keeps popping up. In my, I think it keeps popping up in my feed because I follow the Indians. Oh, <laughs> and so they assume you like the Browns? Probably. Man, Scott um, Patton's going to be really disappointed when the Cleveland Browns make the playoffs. I just want him to say, Barman and Bevo, you were both right. That's <laughs> all I want to hear out of Scott Patton's mouth. I think the analytics say that they're probably going to go four and um, – what is it for? Four and twelve, or take, five and or five and eleven? I'll take the over. Uh, they're going. I think they're going nine and seven and sneaking in. Agreed. I mean, their division's weak. There's only one team to beat. Well, even Pittsburgh's not all that good. Yeah. Uh, well, they're aging, and it's a matter of time. Von Roethlisberger's. Uh, and the players are starting to turn on Mike Tomlin for being too soft. So that's a really bad sign. Yeah. Um, the other story, Des Bryant. Apparently has been given an offer by the Cleveland Browns. And he hasn't returned their calls? He has not returned their calls. <laughs> <laughs> the the What I was reading this morning is he was hoping to get a better offer somewhere else with a contender. Well, he's got other problems. Yeah. You know, he... He said he wanted to go in the NFC East to play against the Cowboys. He's every team understands this guy is a whack job. Yeah, um, you know he makes it, him and Terrell Owens probably could have coffee together. That's a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great segue, Mike, because I was going to bring up the Hall of Fame induction ceremonies this past weekend in Canton, Ohio. Almost all of them in Canton, Ohio. <laughs> wow. We had our first ever no show. Did you see any of this? No, I don't watch any of the... Well, no. Did you see the story behind it, though? Well, I know that he wanted to stay home and... and uh, No, he had his own Hall of Fame ceremony. Oh, no. He went to... Where he went to school. University of Tennessee... Chattanooga? Yep. Yeah. I quickly saw the video. They The best part was I had I had the... I had the Hall of Fame ceremony up for a minute on Sunday, I think. And they came back from commercial and said, Oh, Terrell Owens isn't here. He did his own thing, and then they cut it off and went to commercial halfway through it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's great. Um, did you uh, did, Do you know why he didn't do it? you see why? No, no idea. He was against the writers being the ones that decide who goes into the Hall of Fame. So who should decide who goes in the Hall of Fame? I have no idea. Players? Um, Coaches? There probably should be like a owners. There probably some be should be some sort of listen. I, I personally don't care about the Hall of Fame. Um, I don't, well, I mean, the football Hall of Fame isn't near as difficult to get into as the baseball Hall of Fame. Well, just but think about this to get in the baseball Hall of Fame, you only have to be good 30% of the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Name another name another sport where you only have to be good thirty percent of the time to get in the Hall of Fame, right? <laughs> uh, no, so um, 
there probably should be some sort of uh, board of directors that votes on it. Or it should there should be the writer should be an element of it, but not one hundred percent. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know the answer to that. Is there anyone that's not in the Hall of Fame that should be in the Hall of Fame? Probably. Name one. Oh, more so in baseball than in in football. Because baseball is harder to get into than than football. Pete Rose should not be in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose should not be in the Hall of Fame. For his player achievements. Pete Rose should not because he's signing balls halfway, half a mile down the street. That doesn't mean that shouldn't take away from the fact that the guy has more hits than anyone else in baseball. He bet on his own team while he was a manager. I didn't say he should be in as a manager. I said he should be in as a player. <laughs> so you're gonna cut him down the middle? Cut him down the middle and only let half of him have Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame as for his player achievements. Pete Rose bet on his own team for baseball. Not when he was a player. Are you sure that he bet to win? I listen. I'm not saying what believe, he did as a manager you, was wrong. Do you believe that Pete Rose only bet to win on his, no, on his team? absolutely not. <laughs> I'm just checking. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. I know if 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 he had Kent to Colby on the mound one Saturday, and, and, and he was in one of those funks, and he's like, Oof, the spread just looks too good for the Pirates. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay, as long as we agree on that. I mean, there, there's probably a couple. Of, I believe Kenny Lofton should be in the Hall of Fame. He's not in. Why? Why? Guy batted two ninety nine and led the majors in stolen bases for 10 years. Why is he not in the Hall of Fame? I have no idea. I don't think Dale Murphy's in the Hall of Fame either. He should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think he just happened to be in one of those larger classes that just didn't work out. Is- so, So back to the point. Is there anyone who's been left out of the uh, the, the football hall of fame? That you I'm, think I'm sure there is. It'd take me a few minutes to figure somebody out. No, but. no. So it worked. Let's be honest. Well, the system worked. Didn't wasn't one of the guys who just got in Jerry Kramer from the Packers? Yeah, I think they did the old the old school method. Yeah, I'm sure there's guys. I just can't think of any. Uh huh. There's got to be somebody from that early 90s Bills team that should be in the Hall of Fame that isn't. No, oh, whatever. There's got to be somebody from the Steelers, from the, the Steel Curtain team that isn't in the Hall of Fame that should be. All those guys are in. Tony Dungy. He's it. He's in for a coach already. Didn't he? Not, he was like two years ago. Uh, probably, but not as a player. <clears throat> well, he wasn't that good. Brian Bosworth. Bo Jackson. <laughs> Bo Jackson's on the Hall of Fame. I don't think he had enough starts. Okay. Um, where are we? LeBron James and Donald Trump. <laughs> are we really talking about this? I think it's great. Uh, are we really talking about this? I think we. I think we have to. I think it's fantastic. There's there's zero reason for a president to be co- commenting. About an athlete who opens a school for young for young people. Agreed. And calling <laughs> the man stupid. Uh, it's fine. Or so, saying that Don right, Lemon so, made LeBron James look smart. There, there's a petition on. Uh, <laughs> did you see this? 
No, but I know it's coming. <laughs> to have him replace Betsy DeVos as the education <laughs> as secretary. The <laughs> it's just hilarious. There's, um, no reason, there's no reason to come. All right. So 24-7 Sports says the Buffalo, the Buffalo player that's been slighted the most about not being in the Hall of Fame is Steve Tasker. He's a fringe. Here's the only reason Steve Tasker should get in the Hall of Fame. He's the best special teams player that isn't a kicker, ever. Okay. So you're agreeing to that? Yeah, I believe he should be in the Hall of Fame. Tasker should be in the Hall of Fame? He's the best special teams player that isn't a kicker or a punt uh, return man. Uh, Kenny Anderson isn't in the uh, isn't in the Hall of Fame. Isn't he a kicker? Uh, no, not Chalky, uh, the, uh, the quarterback from the um, – Cincinnati Bengals. No. Um, back to this James Trump thing. <laughs> I was trying to move on. I know. Uh, Aaron Rodgers weighed in on it. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Good for good for LeBron James for not responding. I think everybody should not respond to Trump's tweets. We exactly, which is why we shouldn't be talking about them right now. Right. Okay, well, I just wanted to bring it up. I thought it was newsworthy. Uh, well, it's just so flabbergasting that there's, yeah. And then to troll LeBron James and try to bring Michael Jordan fans into it, I mean, that that's just, that's wrong. Well, I don't I, think, I, I think just Jordan commented on it and said, that, you know. No, no, Trump's tweet actually tried to troll, say, trying to troll the Jordan fans into saying that Michael Jordan's better than LeBron James. Well, he is. Well, yeah, but you don't tweet on it. You don't tweet about it when the guy's opening up at school. No, well, the, I mean, how, here's, how here's many the dollars, difference. How many dollars gambling losses has Michael Jordan had at Trump's golf club? Plenty. <laughs> I guarantee here's, you. Here's the difference. I believe LeBron James is a better human being than Michael Jordan. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just I based. I don't, I don't. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know him that well, so. I don't know him either, but. Just based on this, you know, yeah. the, the, the story the story done. around LeBron James and, and that school and the fact that every kid that graduates from that high that school has a, a full ride to the University of Akron is that is absolutely astounding. No, it's great. It's fantastic. And every exactly. kid, every kid that comes <clears throat> get goes to that school gets a bike. So they have a way to get to and from school. It's, yep. it's just an awesome story. I don't say a lot of stuff about the NBA because I really don't care. But in this case, I'll say something. This is a phenomenal story. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. And it's, it should be talked about on its own merit. Yes. Um, Zach Thomas from the Miami Dolphins. Who? Zach Thomas. Zach Thomas. Linebacker? The undersized linebacker dude that barely played. You're still researching that. People that should be. Well, I'm, in the I'm trying to get off the Trump. I'm trying to get off. The well, we're Trump done. With, we're done with Trump. I'm going to get on. Since we're talking about Akron, we'll talk about the Cleveland Indians and their magic number being 38. <laughs> well, let's let's face it. They can't beat the Red Sox or the Yankees or the Astros. True. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I think they can beat the Yankees because they just split a four-game series with them. Well, the Yankees will get healthier by the end of the season. And... So, well, the the Indians are like eight outfielders deep now. <laughs> they keep dropping like they're dropping like flies. Nice. They traded for an outfield last week. He went on the disabled list today. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Their outfield right now is Michael Brantley, Rajay Davis, and Geyer. I can't think of Geyer's first. Brandon Geyer? I don't know. Yeah. I can't believe we're talking about the Cleveland. They're playoff bound, baby. The only team above 500 in their division. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good for them. Yeah. It's like being the tallest pygmy doesn't mean you're ready for the NBA. All right. Ask Barman and Bevo anything. We got some. How many of these are we going to. How many of these are we going to do? We're going to try and answer all of them. All right. <laughs> Nick Luther needs to tone it down a touch and just come up with like two questions at a time. Do you, do you like my responses to all these? Uh, yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> they're pretty good. <laughs> uh, so back on, I believe everybody knows that I'm a, a bit of a conspiracy nut at this point. So I got, we got a bunch of off the wall questions, but they're, they're actually, some of these are pretty funny. Yes. All right. Nick Luther, constant contributor here on the Barman to Bevo podcast. We appreciate you. Future resident of the Bevo household. (laughs) (laughs) Was Greg LeMond really shot by his brother-in-law on accident, or was it he know and the French mafia? (laughs) Uh, Barman, I'll pass this one to you. Uh, Yes, Greg LeMond was shot by his brother-in-law. Was it a hunting accident, or was it a domestic dispute? No, it was a hunting accident. One of those, um, they were hunting the, the birds, like quail hunting, or, where, where, you know, where you have yeah. to stand in a line and actually everyone has to face a certain direction at all the time. Um, are tomatoes a fruit or a vegetable? Tomatoes are a fruit. I believe they are a vegetable. They're a fruit. Because, they're se- because they have seeds? Seeds. Is that what makes them a fruit? They're just fruity. <laughs> Then why are they in salads <laughs> with other vegetables? That. Dude, you love red, you love strawberry red, uh, um, the uh, raspberry vinaigrette. That's a dressing. That's not a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Do little strawberries and blue cheese crumbles in there? No, craisins and and blue cheese. Yeah, <laughs> or craisins and goat cheese. <laughs> um. Oh, first, uh, I'm not even going to answer number three because there's no reason ever to deny the Holocaust. It happened. I don't know where that where, where that there, came there, from. Okay, so you know how there's the flat earther thing? Yeah. There's a whole group of people that believe that the Holocaust didn't happen. Why are we even discussing this? This goes into Trump's tweet, tweets. So, for the record, Bevo believes the Earth is round and the Holocaust did happen. And we landed on the moon. At some point. Okay, <laughs> let's leave it at that. Move on. Not the first time, <laughs> but at some point. Next subject. Um... I don't even know this fight. Did Pacquiao actually lose his first fight with Bradley, or was it fixed from the beginning to get more pay-per-view ratings on a follow-up? If it had it's boxing, it was fixed. Boxing, it was fixed. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Don King was involved, it was definitely fixed. It was definitely fixed. Um, did Brady and the Patriots knowingly deflate the balls used in the game against the Colts? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do vaccine cause <laughs> autism? Or more appropriately phrased, do the risks of autism outweigh the known risk of contracting and spreading measles, mumps? <laughs> Vaccines do not cause autism. Uh, I I agree. I, I don't I don't think vaccines cause cause autism. I do think a lot of the football players that have children that are autistic are because of chemicals that were in their body at the yes. The master state champion. Who shot JR? 
I don't know. I didn't watch Dynasty or Dallas or whatever show that was. I think it's Dallas. Um, I never saw an episode of Dallas either. Who shot JFK? Now. Oh, this is... Are <laughs> now, you going first or am I going first? You, I'll let you go first because I have a feeling we agree on this. What? Well, we all know Lee Harvey Oswald shot him. But there was someone else on the grassy knoll that shot him also. It's impossible for Lee Harvey Oswald to get off as many shots as he did with the gun he used and the uh, experience he had with that weapon. Now, he did shoot him. But somebody, like Barman said, somebody else did shoot him as well. Yes. There was no magic bullet. Right. It was probably Buzz Aldrin when he was not on the moon. (laughs) So you think, so are you in the, in the, um, in, are you in the Russian camp or are you in the mafia camp? I'm in both camps. I I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I think they work together. He did some stuff that he shouldn't have done. To Frank Sinatra's boys, and that it, it did not go well. It didn't go well. Um, well, I think uh, Jack Ruby shot RFK. That was his next question. What? No, Jack Ruby's the one that that shot. Oh, he Jack shot Lee Ruby Harvey Oswald. Shot, shot Lee Harvey Oswald coming out of the. Uh, who shot RFK then? It was uh, some guy in that kitchen. I think okay. it was one of the bus people or something. Was nine eleven an inside job? I don't believe so. I don't believe so either. I think that might have been covered up a little bit, but I don't believe the World Seven. I, I, there's no way that you could set all those explosives in World Seven and be ready to take that thing down without without someone in New York. I mean, you can't even you can't even you can't even jump a uh, jump across the subway stall or uh, get into the subway without paying for it. There's no way. There, sorry. I think something fishy did happen there, but I I can't. Explain it. I don't right. believe the Alex Jones is the world and some of the other guys that are a little kooky on that one. But I do believe something fishy happened there. It's a bit well, odd it, that the black boxes were never recovered for the first time ever. The first time ever? Yeah. Uh, he has, does the Tripper Tight Commission really control the world governments in conjunction with the Illuminati and Freemasons? I thought it was the Bilderbergers, but... Who knows? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Well, there's just so many different ones, but uh, I do not believe I do not believe there's a one large organization that it runs the whole world. No. Uh, was AIDS invented by the CIA? No. No, but crack was. <laughs> yes, crack was. <laughs> <laughs> um, where the f is Elvis? Hiding? Elvis is dead, dude. He had a heart attack on a toilet because he ate too many peanut butter, deep fried peanut butter, banana sandwiches. Yes. Agreed. Was Barbara Bush really Alistair Crawley's bastard? Do- I don't know Whoa. anything about that. You can go a lot of places. Don't ever, oh, ever mess with Barbara Bush. Pl- please, Bevo, tell us the truth now that Alex Jones has been muzzled by the liberal elite media. <laughs> Alex Jones has not been muzzled by the liberal elite media. He's been muzzled by a- Apple, <laughs> YouTube, and Facebook. Oh, I see that hater guy. He's absolutely. I listened to him for two weeks, and I was like, "This guy's absolutely off his rocker." Wow, why would you listen to someone for two weeks? He was the highest rated podcast. I wanted to see what it was all about. And I was He's like, got the highest rated podcast. A couple of years ago, he was. He was really up. He was one of the highest rated podcasts. Wow, um, or most downloaded. He's. I mean, he's got. He's crazy. Talks about water turning frogs gay and 
It's, it's nuts. What? He's he's. It's a platform to platform for him to push his products. Okay. So he's he goes after like um, doomsday pre- uh, preparers. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> Brick Danger Blade, rare appearance. Rare appearance. I think he's, he's referring still, referring to his sunscreen post yesterday. He's 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 really shook up about the fact that that I I believe that wearing sunscreen is more harmful than the sun. I wear sunscreen every time I ride. Good for you. I'm better safe than sorry. I've never put sunscreen on. Okay. Um. Does God will certain people to get sunburned? No, the sun does. <laughs> God has nothing to do with it. Well, the the idea of putting sunscreen on and then staying out of the sun is unhealthy. The idea of of the idea of being of, of your skin burning or being exposed for too long is to tell you to stop being outside or get, stop getting sun. As someone who burns very easily, I have to wear sunscreen. Even if I'm out for half an hour or an hour, I will get a sunburn. Now, if you cut sugar out of your diet, I bet you would burn. Okay, I'll try that. Mm-hmm. I'll try it. Should you? Should we go on the keto diet together? I've kind of been on and off it for the last few weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. How's it going? I dropped 15 pounds at one point. Wow. Yeah. But then I fell. I mean, then I fell apart. But I mean, basically, just trying to limit what sugar I eat and no no grains. Basically, I mean, it's basically the keto diet. It's a little different, but you want to head to Panera Bread for breakfast tomorrow? No, I've got to. <laughs> I've got to get ready for Taylor Swift tomorrow night. Can Can they put a uh, Can they Can they put like a four eggs into one of those little bread bowls and melt oh. the cheese? On oh top? my god! I think I think Panera Bread just offered a new product. It's a double bread bowl. Double bread bowl. Yeah, I heard about it. I can't wow. remember where I heard. I might have heard it on the Adam Carolla podcast. Um, next week is spin the district, right? No, uh, hate bill criterium is uh, Friday, August seventeenth. Okay, When's, is that all the questions? We've got. Well, uh, Wayne asked, "Are we doing a podcast at the Velodrome race for spin the district?" Is that that's uh, September twenty first? Oh, Wayne, I'm sorry, but I don't do cycling events during football season. It's Friday night. Oh, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what high school game are you going to? What the hell's going on? Oh, then yes. Well, then I'll do it. If it's Friday night, I can probably do it. Yeah, we're doing the track races Friday night and then Hateville, the spin the district Hateville criterium is Saturday and then spin the district College Park is Sunday. Okay. Um... Rudy Kiefer, which local racer will do well in all three days of Spin the District? I think Andrew Hodges is my pick. It's a very good choice. I, The way I've seen Andrew riding the last couple times I've seen him, I would agree with that. Yep, I agree. Um, not Double Barrel Daryl? Uh, no. Not Is Chad racing or no? Uh, Chad will be racing. Chad, Chad will have one or two good days out of the three. And, okay, cool. Uh, that's it for all of the Barman and Bevo questions. Unless Scott Patton, did Scott Patton give us one on Twitter? Uh, I didn't see one. He asked something about the Browns this morning. 
I think he was trying to rub something in. <laughs> uh, notifications. Come on. Time will tell. Yes. Time will tell. Uh, my mouse isn't working very well. Um, our final segment, Bet with Bevo. When is, will it be Barman Bevo Fan 1 or Coach Barman on the right side of the smack? <laughs> what was he referring to? Uh, he's got some... Um, oh, uh, it was Michael Scott. Yeah. Some office meme. Yep. Scott, the Browns are going to the playoffs. Face it. Nine and seven. Sneak Nine in. and seven. Sneak in. Sneak in. Lose to the... Houston Texans. First round. Houston Texans? Yes. I was trying to think of it in my AFC teams that might <laughs> make it into the playoffs. Well, and get seeded third. And get <laughs> that seated. Was, that, yeah. that, that's, really the, that's really the hard part. Maybe Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville could. That, that's a good pick right that's there. Possibly. Could be the Raiders. Could be the mm-hmm. the, the Super Well, I Chargers. can't wait for the Chucky Dolls to come back out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bet with Bevo. I've got two MLS games in front of me. And I, I've, I've narrowed it down. I'm going to go with the New York Red Bulls. The New York Red Bulls. This weekend, I believe they play Saturday. They have the uh, Chicago Fire um, on the road. They're favored by half a point. The, the spread is minus 129. So that basically means you got to bet 13 to win 10. Um, here's how I came to this. The Red Bulls are 14, 6, and 2. Chicago Fire is 6. Six, thirteen, and five, and I believe they've lost six out of their last seven. They have lost six out of their last seven. So, just trends. New York's New York's one of the top teams in the East, uh, or in in all of uh, MLS. Um, the Chicago Fire not playing so good right now. The other game I was looking at potentially was New York City Football Club against Toronto. Uh, Toronto's a team that just came back and tied Atlanta last weekend. New York City uh, Football Club 13-5-5, Toronto 6-11-5. From what I've read, Toronto tends to surge late in the season, um, so I didn't really like that game very much. Um, So I'm going to take the New York Red Bulls over the Chicago Fire, play the spread, bet $13 to win 10. I believe Bevo at this point is um, either 6-0-2 or 7-0-2. I'm going to have to look. To make sure. So, again, the bet with Bevo pick is the New York Red Bulls. Minus half a point. Bet 13 to win 10. It's actually bet 12.90 to win 10, but I'm just rounding up. How about... I'm not betting on preseason football, so don't ask. The PGA. The field. John John Daly is only three over at 100. What? John Daly is only three over, and he's tied for one hundred. John okay. Daly, John Daly makes it makes it to the weekend. Oh. 
What's the high score right now? Or what's the low score right now? Uh, 64. 64 was the low score. So minus 6 or minus Six, 8? 600. Yep. So it's a par Garrett, 70. Garrett, yeah, they took two strokes. They took two strokes out. The daily uh, shot a 73. Yes. He makes the cut. I think he... So he, his round actually was uh, two birdies, four bogeys. And so what I was really looking for was like the four bogeys on the end. So actually, John Daly and Phil Mickelson are tied right now at three over. I think he makes the cut. I think he does too. Every every five or ten years, John Daly puts it together for like one round. Well, or didn't one, someone one, hit one him, weekend. Didn't someone hit him outside of his RV at a, of a Hooters? Like a few months ago, did we did we talk, did we talk about this? No. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm positive. I could. I swear. love John Daly's stories. So I know we didn't talk about this. So I'm sorry. So he so uh, five bogeys, two birdies, but the um, uh, no bogeys on par five. Um. And so uh, he looks he looks pretty solid. No doubles. Um, just pars, 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 and bogeys. I saw Tiger start a double, double bogey, bogey, changed his shirt and birdied the next hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I think Tiger's at uh, even par. Okay. I thought you were going to ask me who would I take, Tiger or the field? <laughs> oh, Tiger hasn't looked terrible the last couple weeks. Uh, he's been off run. Uh, what about the Phil Mickelson Tiger $10 million showdown? On Thanksgiving weekend? Ugh. Really? How I got to watch Phil Mickelson golf every shot. Well, don't they have one of those cheesy little sideline reporters walk with them and ask them questions as they're walking down the... Yeah, I hate Phil Mickelson. <laughs> I can't... If it was Tiger against anybody else, I'd watch it. John Daly, the colorful two-time major winner, had his RV parked in the Hooters parking lot in Augusta, Georgia, when it was hit by a car Friday, according to media reports. So that was at the Masters. It was at the, at the Masters. Um, quote, it wailed into the front of the bus, his fiance Anna Kladick said on the Golf Channel. Uh, John, don't out of the way. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Hey, I mean, hey, Daly's won, what, a British Open and a U.S. Open? Uh, PGA and British. I remember I the British. No, well, he came uh, he because he won it in, in Scotland. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. I, I, he might have one other major. No, you were right. He said, you said he had two. I think, oh, I don't think he has three. No, you said he had, the article said he had two. Oh, yes. So he won the PGA I know he won the British. I know he won the British because I remember and that. I think he played his way into the tournament in 91. Yeah. And then won. And then he won the Open Championship in 95. Is he still is he still sponsored by 84 Lumber? <laughs> Do you, you remember that? Check? His sponsor, so, yeah. I know I, Hooters is one of his sponsors. Yes. Uh uh, Loudmouth Golf is one of his sponsors. I'm pretty sure 84 Lumber is, and he may have like a a law firm or what was the pants sponsor that he did? Didn't he have Loudmouth Golf? Loud. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, with the lion. 
Well, it's the he wears, he wears different ones all the time. Well, no, the logo, his company logo is the is the lion. Oh, John Daly's. Yeah. Uh, Loudmouth Golf. Yep. Looks like he has a foundation. ETS. Uh, glove sponsor. Um, uh, automotive uh, auto center. Oh, that's he has about- John Daly's pizza. Uh, John Daly's oh. grip, it, grip It and Sip It. Yeah, John <laughs> Daly Pizza. I've seen them at the PGA show before. Uh, rockbottomgolf.com. Rockbottomgolf. Why do I know that? Um, and Superstroke. Superstroke's the grip company. They're big. And uh, Team Pitch and Play. So it sounds like a mix of... Superstroke's the guys that have the oversized putter grips. Oh, the, oh okay. Yeah. Uh, I do. I've worked with them. I know Rock Bottom Golf too. I can't remember why. That's funny. Um, funny. Anything else that we need to cover? Uh, That's everything. That's everything on the list. So, all right. So that does it for episode fifty-one. Next week's the Criterium, right? Next Friday. Okay. Um, Are you Are you coming down? Probably. You want to bring Violet? Probably not. Is it too late? Yeah, probably. Well, if if those guys are coming in for the the stuff. Oh, that's right. um, And Nick, if if you need a place to stay, it's cool. I've got two rooms here. Um, Yeah, he's going to bring uh, Jesse uh, Koistro with him. Yeah, so you guys have a place to stay on Thursday and Friday if you need it. So I'm a bit away from Hapeville, but um, you still got a place to crash. Just send me a message on Facebook if I don't hit you up tomorrow. So. Um, we'll be back. I don't know when we'll be back. Maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks. Yeah, maybe um, next Thursday. You never know. Yeah, just depend. I mean, there's not a lot going on right now. It's just baseball, really. Um, so there's True. not not unless something crazy happens in the world of cycling, or we get a influx of some news. Maybe we'll do another episode, but it's probably going to be a couple weeks before we do another one of these. Um. Thank you for all the Ask Barman and Bevo questions. They were great. They're hilarious. Yes, thank you we, very much. We love doing this segment. It's We always get a couple good questions from Nick and a couple good questions from some of the other people that listen, like Chris Annunziata, and um, even we got questions from Brick Dangerblade tonight. <laughs> he makes the rare really, appearance. He's really upset that I passed around the fake news article about uh, skin, skin cancer. Oh, cancer. I saw. Thank you for or posting. Sunscreen. Thank you for posting that petition earlier about the uh, tennis courts at the Greenway. Are you going to the meeting? I may. Should we go Bebo a podcast live at the at the? Uh... That would be hilarious. <laughs> um. So just so you know, and in, in, in the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I ride there quite a bit. I mean, it's almost exclusively where I ride, um, except when I go out with Barman to do around uh, Sawney Mountain. Um, the Greenway is one of the safer places to ride in, in Atlanta, and especially on the north side. Um, it's roughly about seven, seven and a half miles of um, pathway. There's people that walk there. There's people that ride there. There's people that rollerblade there. Uh, there's people that take their dogs there. And it's in the middle of, um, I guess, the forest. So there's a lot of deer. There's a lot of squirrel. There's a lot of animals there. Um, there's ducks and uh, there's lots of different water. It's, it's just a, a small escape from being in town. And it's um, safe. And it's safe and it's 90 acres. And 
the Georgia Tech cycling team has used it as a race as a race venue a couple times in the past. And it's I've you know in the the seventeen years that I've been riding here in Atlanta, it it's the place I go ninety percent of the time to ride. Um, and now they're talking about taking one end of it and completely destroying the mountain bikes park, tracks that are there that are really tough and putting in and, and the walking the, the actual and the walking, walking path the walking path is within the actual cycling path yeah. um so it was a really neat design and they did a great job creating it so but they're talking about um, putting in this ridiculous tennis center that i can't see being used um i don't i i i it's like a hundred tennis courts. I, and I think this was a foregone conclusion, and they and they thought that this was going to be a hundred percent. They're going to listen to a couple people complain. I I have a feeling if this goes through, none of the city, the current city commissioners, nor will the mayor survive. Uh, well, survive yeah, this. I think we're getting to a a point within the political climate that politicians think they're bigger than. Yes. And and and. Well, this could have been part of the whole reason that that mayor got elected. Um, and receive funds for this because I, I, she she closed down or um, the the Roswell mayor actually closed down the access somehow the access got uh, closed to who 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 funded her campaign because um, she has to they have to claim how much that is. I think we're getting to a point in the political climate where you're going to see a huge backlash on the, from the voter side for people that are supporting the NRA, people that are doing shady shit like this. Um, yes. And, and a lot of people that think their jobs are safe are sadly mistaken. Yes. Um, and th- this is just one of another. And honestly, if I can get over there Monday night, I'm going to. Um, I posted a petition on the petition on our on our Facebook page. I posted it on my Facebook page. I know Mike, I, I copied it from Mike's page because he posted it earlier. Um, please sign it. Um there's, I know, I know, I've made friends at the Greenway from riding there for so long because I've seen some of the people that I've ridden just in passing and, and become friends with because of that. Um, and it's, you know, truly one of the better places in Atlanta to ride, or one of the safer places in Atlanta to ride, um, and just to get miles in. So, um, if you get a chance, sign it. Um, if you get, a, if you have the opportunity Monday night, and you can go to the, the. Uh, what is it? City council meeting? Yes. Um, I, I'm going to try and go. I just got to run it by Jess and, um, you know, it's, it's worthwhile. So, um, to end the show, we always, uh, do our, our Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. So on Facebook, Barman and Bevo podcast, uh, Michael Barman, Michael Vandura on Twitter at underscore coach Barman, um, at Barman, the letter N Bevo pod and at Bevo, Eight seven seven one. Those are all of our handles. Um, you can listen to our podcast on Apple, Google, Twitch. Uh, what's it? Pod, <laughs> Podbean. Um, yep. We've got our website, Barman and Bevo at our Barman and Bevo Podbean.com. All the episodes are there. Um, I updated. I went back and redid our logos back to the old logo, the original logo. Right. Um, I don't know if we're going to have any new logos coming up. Maybe we'll do one for the the Vuelta. Maybe the World Championships. Yeah, that would be a good. Idea. Well, maybe we'll do those two. Yeah. Um, 
we'll let you know when we're going to come back and do another episode. We appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate all the questions. We appreciate all the feedback, especially on uh, some of these conspiracy theories yep. again. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back here hopefully in a few weeks for you. Just a good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves yeah. Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get them But the law never will Making their way